was a good friend of mine. Hello and welcome to the Huntsman World Senior Games Active Life. My name is Kyle Case and I'll be your host on this amazing journey as we attempt to help you get the most out of your life. Joining me in our studio today is my co-pilot, Lil Baron. Hey, Mr. Case. Lil Baron. <laughs> How are you doing? Oh, it's a great day. It is I'm a good day. I'm doing good. I'm yeah. doing good. Hey, you know, for the past several weeks now, yes. we've been talking about some of the benefits. Yeah that athletes receive as they register mm-hmm. for the Huntsman World Senior Games. I'm going to continue that tradition. Okay. There's so many. There's so many. We're going to be doing this for a while. <laughs> right. So just, just know that there's there's a lot coming. <laughs> there's a lot to cover. Yes. But one of the major, major benefits of participating in the Huntsman World Senior Games is the social interaction oh, that, happens, that happens during the games. It's the best part, <laughs> it right? Is, it I is. mean, people come for the competition. Of course, yes. that's crucial. That's important. Absolutely. But the, but the social is what really yeah. binds us all together. Yeah. And we provide many opportunities yeah. for social interaction. We have our opening ceremonies. Yes. We have our concert and celebration. We have our friendship festival. Yes. Six nights of entertainment yeah. and socializing. Tons of other things. The competitions themselves. Yeah. A- athletes have that opportunity yeah. to interact both with their teammates, with mm-hmm. their competitors, with their doubles mm-hmm. partner, whatever. Lots of social interaction. If you're looking for a great place, though, to just hang out, mm-hmm then the sports lounge oh, is yeah. the place to do yeah, that, yeah. right? So you're going to find everything you need to know about your sports there. Mm-hmm. We have sport boards, what we call yes. sport boards. You've got schedules. You've got participation lists. Inside that lounge, there are computers that you can look up anything you need to know, yeah. rules, time schedules, yeah. brackets, whatever you need to know. That's all going to be there mm-hmm. online. Some of the most amazing volunteers. Yeah. Yeah. Some of our best volunteers are there in the sports lounge. You're going to meet them there. It's They're all there. All that information is there right. to help you. Uh, we've got tables, chairs, seating areas. We're going to have a television. Yep. Maybe you can catch a game. Yeah. Maybe watch a movie. Mm-hmm. we got a lot of stuff going on yeah. in the sports lounge. And it's so easy to find. Mm-hmm. It's just right there in the Dixie Convention Center. Mm-hmm right where you check in. Yeah. It's just waiting for our athletes to come in and lounge. And what most of the time, your sports director will be there. Absolutely. You can meet them for the first time if yeah. this is your first time. They are so. there on the first big check-in yeah. days, yeah. which uh, for uh, depending on which week you're competing yeah. in the in the games, it's going to be on your Sundays, but they're there yeah. to answer questions as well. Yeah. And it's, they're amazing. Yeah. It's just, it's just a great place it to come is. and hang out. Before your competition, you can get the information that you mm-hmm. need. If you just need a cool air-conditioned place, <laughs> to come and yes. hang out if you're you know, in between pickleball matches yep. or tennis matches or volleyball games or softball or whatever it is come on into the Dixie yeah. Center hang out at the sports lounge yeah. again little entertainment yeah. lots of socializing yeah. just a great place to be and uh, just one of the many many benefits yes. of yes. competing it's a great at the Huntsman World Senior Games <laughs> it is it really it is. is little today's guest yes oh my gosh this is going to be awesome born in India mm-hmm. 80 year old Derek Boozy has filled uh, his life full of adventure, uh, accomplishments, and he has no intention of slowing down <laughs> anytime soon. Uh, he's an Olympic athlete. Wow. His first Olympic experience, Derek competed in the 1968 Mexico oh. Olympic Games, where he competed in the triple jump for Great Britain. And then for the next eight consecutive games all the way up to the 2000 Olympic Games Derek contributed either as a coach for various teams or individual athletes as an administrator as a sports marketing contributor Derek has delivered a, a 
just amazing results. <laughs> he has truly dedicated his life to the yeah. furthering of the sport of track and field, uh, especially the triple jump across the world. Derek, welcome to the yes, show. Yes, Derek. Thank, thank you. <laughs> We're uh, so excited to yes, visit with you today. Yes, we are. Uh, I, I, I'm going to start off right off the bat with your Olympic experience. 1968, yeah. the Mexico Games. Man, there was a lot that went on in yeah. that Games. Just a couple of things. Um, George Foreman. Oh. George Foreman won his amateur gold medal in the 1968 uh, Olympic Games. Um, we remember, of course, Tommy Smith and John Carlos made a statement about civil rights in the mm -hmm. 68 Games. Uh, for the first time ever, this is interesting to me, for the first time ever, East and West Germany competed as separate teams. Ooh. Up until that, the IOC forced them to compete yeah. together. 1968, they competed separately. Of course, now, thankfully, they're back yeah. together again. Yeah. Um, Dick Fosbury, do you, know, do you know the Fosbury flop? Okay, no. he, was, he was a high jumper. <laughs> he invented the Fosbury flop, which is the going back oh, over the bar first. They oh, used to go front yeah. over uh, in, in the in the day before him. Anyway, he debuted the Fosbury flop wow. in the 1968 Olympics. He actually just passed away in oh. March. So uh, oh. we lost a great one there. Yeah. But so many things happened in the 68 Olympics. Yeah. But Derek, I want to hear about your 1968 <laughs> Olympic experience. What is that like stepping onto that world pinnacle athletic event well it really is quite amazing uh being at an olympic games even though i i may have gone under different circumstances to nine olympic games right mm -hmm. right yeah uh it always is uh, an amazing experience yeah. whether you're being an administrator or a coach or more important, an athlete. athlete yeah. yeah. I want your feelings on being an athlete. I know that's been a while back, but you're stepping onto the biggest stage ever. Your sport is the triple jump. Yeah, the triple jump, I, I managed to pick the most toughest <laughs> <laughs> competition ever to date. You might yeah. as well, right? Yeah. You might as well. Yeah. I, I arrived there, and uh, this is the first time we were competing on a synthetic surface. There okay. was no synthetic Brand new, surfaces yeah. at the Olympic Games prior to that. Yeah. And I, I knew it was going to be tough because we didn't have much time to practice on a synthetic surface. Oh. Yeah, brand new to that everybody. Yeah. The first time. Yeah, yeah. wow. Uh, and uh, so when I got there, I, I had the assistance of the world record holder from Poland, uh, his coach gave me some advice. Okay. Uh -huh. uh, and even though I had lots of experience yeah, yeah. for You'd a long time, before. Yeah. I always wanted to know what else is going on. Yeah. And uh, and I knew they, they were worried, even though I, I knew they didn't have to be worried about me. But <laughs> I, I, I said, that they asked me, when are you practicing? We'll come and practice with you. They turned up, all sat in a row, they were from communist uh, Poland, Poland course, at, the time, at that yeah. time. Uh -huh. it, and they, they sat around. And fortunately, I have a, a particular type of exercise that I, I use in the triple jump. Okay. And it always looks more amazing than it really is. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought, I, I'm going to show off to these guys. Of course. And, and I did this. It, it was a run and a hop, step 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 and jump it looks very far <laughs> because it's only a triple jump right and yeah you, you throw yourself five but five uh, leaps in there but i got into the habit of bounding at, at enormous speed 
And I did that, and the coach said to me, you look very good now. You look very good now. <laughs> I said, don't worry. I'll be very happy just to qualify. <laughs> and the world record holder finished seventh. Oh, wow. Uh, I finished 16th out of 38. Okay, uh-huh. so you and, fa- uh, and showing. The, and the new guys were the minister for sport from Italy, his son, were the very first jump he, he took he broke the world record. Oh, oh my wow. goodness. He, from 55, 10, sorry, I, I, I'm not familiar with meters. Oh. Okay, yeah. The e- feed. Even though I've had lots of experience with it, and I can't get hold of it. <laughs> so the world record was 55, 10. Okay. This guy did 56, 2. Oh. Wow. And that wow. was world, and it had stood for a very long time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, but he, he thought he had it in the bag. That was just to qualify. I failed by two and a half inches to qualify for the big final. Okay, oh. wow. So I was out. But there I had a grandstand seat, so I went and watched <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And the same Italian guy broke the world record again in, oh, in wow. his first jump. He did 56-6. But by the time the whole competition was finished, the, bro- the world record was broken eight times. Oh, oh my word. They jumped... 57 feet, three quarters of an inch. Saniev, he, he just passed away a year or two ago. And second place was uh, Prudencio from from Brazil, and he jumped 50, 56 feet, eight inches. And the, the guy who broke the world record twice finished up third. Oh, wow. wow. So wow. That, that's the kind of competition we <laughs> had. It, it sounds like you were not... Uh you were not uh, just just joking when you said you walked into the <laughs> toughest competition <laughs> it ever. Was. And t- right up till today, it has never been so devastating. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, how many wow. how many times can you expect a world record to be broken at one meet? Right. Yeah, it was it was incredible. Yeah, truly. Yeah. And then, the, of course, the long jump was more incredible. And I tell you that because I managed to see that too. It rained. Oh. Okay. And there were three the guys. R word. <laughs> there were three guys who were considered to, to do something special. Uh, one was Bob Beeman. Okay. The other was Ralph Boston, who just passed away. Mm-hmm. And the the other two were there was Lynn Davis, who is a peer of mine, and I know him very well. In fact, he was one of my. Uh, bosses in Canada when I was a coach mm. there. Okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's a Welshman. And Tira Ovanison from the Soviet Union. Okay, wow. And uh, the rain started. E- everyone thought, what are we going to do? But they were lucky because Lynn Davis jumped in the mud in Tokyo in 1964, which was much worse than the yeah. death yeah. rain because the synthetic services. Yeah, would drain the water better, yeah. yeah. Ralph Boston was teaching Beeman to get his steps right, and I think he may regret, may have regretted that. <laughs> because, he gave away because all of his secrets. Huh? Beeman, for the first time, managed to hit the board perfectly yeah. at great speed because he was a 9.3-second 100-yard guy, which yeah. is very fast. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I can put it in meters, too, which is like 9.99. He hit it perfectly, and he got up, got his feet up, and he suddenly wondered, "Oh, I'm too high. <laughs> I'm too high. I gotta get, I gotta get my feet out again." So he pulled his feet in, stuck his feet out again, and hit the sand. Wow! wow. And 
the the Mexican judges were moving the the measuring equipment, and they slipped off the railings because it was, it was beyond it. It was too far. <laughs> wow! And eventually, after a lot of messing around, they measured it. The world record that was broken was twenty seven feet five inches. And this new record was 29 feet, two wow. and a half inches. Oh, my goodness. Oh my goodness. So, you, <laughs> so you were there really to see I saw just that. greatness. Wow. Just greatness. That is awesome. I saw it when it was broken also. Yeah. I happened to be in Tokyo for the World, World Athletics Championships. And uh, I was watching this time Carl Lewis and Powell. Yeah. Uh, Carl Lewis and Powell, they... They they had this huge competition going on, and Carl Lewis did 29 feet, wow. but didn't break the world, the world record. Then he and Powell, between them, who were breaking the old world record, and ultimately Powell won the Came gold medal oh. with the world record. Mm-hmm. Wow. Uh, but you see, Carl Lewis was superb because what he has done, besides winning four Olympic gold medals like Jesse Owens mm-hmm. did in 1936, he he also managed to do what Jesse Owens did. But he did another thing. He also won the gold medal for the long jump four times. Wow. 1984, 1988, 1992, and 1996. Never been done. Wow. Yeah, totally, completely, 100%. One of the greatest of all times, <laughs> right. no question about that. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I want to talk a little bit more about uh, some of your additional Olympic experiences. So you had this in- incredible, amazing opportunity, 1968, uh, maybe didn't achieve the result that you were hoping for, but right. certainly success. There's, yes. there's no question about that. Yes. Um, d- did you think, I'm going to go for the next one? Or did you say, I've had my chance, it's time to move on to something else? Because I know you d- eventually got into other things, but what was your thought process at the time? At the time, I, I did want to go ahead. Yeah. Uh, I, I just stepped back to another Olympics, 1964. Okay. I believe that I would have done better at the 64 Olympic Games, simply because uh, the, it wasn't as desperate for yeah, like yeah, me yeah. in, in yeah, the six year level of yeah. and uh, but the British board didn't select me because I was the third best and they said oh you'll have another chance uh, in the I, next one and yeah. I said they, I may not have another chance there's no but, guarantees but I, was not, I was not impressed but they they made the decision <laughs> so and my teammate actually finished fourth Mm. We were always quite close to yeah, each other. And yeah. he, he jumped 54 feet, which got him uh, within inches of the silver and bronze, and the bronze medal, medal. But he, he would never right have won the gold. Yeah. And neither would I have. Uh, but I think I would have been you at least anything between fourth and eighth, which is much better than 16th. <laughs> yeah. so, but, but you went ahead and uh, you, you had that disappointment. You went ahead and competed in 68. Um, are you thinking, okay, 72, that's another one for me? Or did you say, I'm ready to... No, I was ready for it, but but by then, many things had happened. I had graduated and I became uh, the Deputy Director of Sport and Recreation for Sussex University. Okay. The, the a- international athletes uh, s- selected me. It was... They, they had no one who wanted to do it, but I... I fell for it, and I became... <laughs> <laughs> they tricked you yeah, into it. Huh? I, be, I became the secretary 
general for for the International Athletes Club. This was, okay. cl- this was a club that was created by Derek Johnson, a guy who won a silver medal in the 56 Olympic Games. He passed away some years ago. But he, he, he had the feeling that the administrators were not doing the right thing for the athletes, the international mm. athletes. I won't go into that because it's, they're, yeah, they're all yeah. passed on yeah. and everything. Water under the bridge at this point. Right. Uh, but but uh, they, they created it. Yeah. And they also created the, the Coca-Cola International Invitational Meeting, which I organized. Okay. Oh. Because they, they, they took advantage of the fact that I hadn't happened to be near London because Sussex... Uh, right. Brighton mm-hmm. is very close mm-hmm. by, and they also felt that uh, that I had a lot of secretarial help, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> which most international athletes. These are the, these don't are the have. two requirements <laughs> we're looking for: some international experience and yeah. some secretarial help. You're hired. You're hired. <laughs> so got it, and it was honorary, of course. Yes, <laughs> of course, yes. all volunteer. Uh, so, so I still tried to make the Olympic team. I finished sixth in the qualifying rounds. Not, e- not quite there. Yeah. E- even first, I think, didn't make the Olympic Games. Oh, wow. Mm. First, second, th- just, yeah. it, was, it didn't work out. But I went to the Olympic Games. Uh, I went as the director of the, of the organization. Yeah. And uh, it was in Munich. And I thought, oh, that's, that's great. And when I arrived there, I, I met an American friend of mine. He was a race walker. And he... Ron Laird, his name was. He, I think he went to five Olympic Games as an athlete yeah. mm. for the United States. It's not impressive. so easy to do that for the United right. States. That's the United States is not, not a simple, easy <laughs> country yeah, to make not, a team. Yeah. It's not a given. Right. And uh, so I said, look, I need your help with the, with the American athletes. I've invited a lot of good people like Jim Ryan, Dave Wattle, I didn't invite Fosbury. I don't think Fosbury was on the team then. <laughs> <laughs> but I know I knew Fosbury yeah, yeah, well, you knew, you knew. and uh, and there was another girl in Canada who was doing the same thing as he did, unbeknownst to him. Oh and, wow! And he didn't know about her either. Yeah, they were having success yeah, together. And, but. and in the end, Debbie Brill, her name was from Vancouver, and she eventually jumped six nine, wow. which is very high for. Wow. A, for a girl at that, well, it's even for now. Yeah, yeah. six nine is high for anybody. I don't yeah. care yeah. who you are. <laughs> <laughs> so, so anyway, back to. But what happened was, I have to talk about something negative and, because it happened, and that that made a lot of problems for the for the athletes. The the terrorists attacked yes. the Israeli athletes. We remember that. So yeah. we won't go into depth of that. But it was easy for it was still easy to get into the the games village simply because I wore my Olympic tracksuit top. Yeah. He wore his uh, Olympic tracksuit top. So we would look like athletes. You looked like you were athletes. Yes. And we yeah. were young. We, we were in our were early, fit. early 30s <laughs> yeah. at that time. And you were fit. You looked good. You walked yeah. right in. We were e- made it in and out. In fact, we even helped some athletes who had forgotten their passes. And we said, oh, this guy, and he, his name was Mohammed Magudi. Mag- Mag- he, was, he was a top guy. Uh, very well known, but but the security people they don't know who's who. Right, right. And right. Uh, so we said, don't worry about him. We know him very well, and we went He's with him. him. He's with us. Yeah. <laughs> and we got in again for the second time in the yeah. games village. Uh, so so I would never have succeeded with uh, trying to make the Olympic team as an athlete because it was too much work 
for the Coca-Cola meeting, which, yeah. we, which mm-hmm. we were working on. Mm-hmm. And so I had all the athletes come. Oh, there was another interesting story. The American athletes confused the, their, their competition start time with 1,500 hours and 5 o'clock. <laughs> which, you know what? I, I can see that <laughs> I happening. Can too. I, I can, can see too. that happening. They did. Yeah. They, they three uh, three of them right. all would have made the final. Yeah, and they're thinking they, five o'clock. I got a couple hours, and it's going on oh, at three. They yeah. never. Only one athlete who managed to have an his his heat was down the down another t- ten ten twenty minutes. Yeah. The others absolutely they missed, missed it. it. They had missed it. Eddie Hart, who was the favorite to win the gold medal. Totally missed his race. Wow. And How heartbreaking. The, and, and the guy who didn't miss his qualifying rounds, even though he didn't warm up, he was so yeah, worked up. Yeah, just stressed he, out about it. He made the, he made the final. Oh. <laughs> All that adrenaline. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but there was a guy from the Soviet Union. His name was Valery Borsov. He, he was in superb form, and he very much lucked out. The, the Americans messed up. Mm. Yeah. And, uh, but... I, being an opportunist, I said, I said to Eddie Hart, Eddie, you you got to come to London, pick up all the tab, we'll do everything for you, we'll take care of all your expenses and everything. He said, great. And he said, we got Borsov to agree to run against you, the guy who won the gold medal. Oh. Yeah, yeah. And he said, yes, I got to, I got to go to that. Then of course we had the terrorist problem, right. changed everything. And Eddie was 19 years old. He said, "No, I'm going back to my mum." He said, yeah. <laughs> and that was the end of it. And Borsov, they 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 didn't allow him to go on to to London simply because he was Jewish, mm. and he, well, you know, yeah. He, so yeah. he didn't go. Yeah, it was kind of yeah. a kind of a rough time in yeah. the history of the world. So I think. You, it was. So you picked an interesting Olympic <laughs> Games because uh, <laughs> I was in the midst of everything. Yeah, and just one more little thing: we followed the whole problem. The, the American yeah. athlete Ron Led shared my room. It was it was in a Holiday Inn, I think, uh, which was paid for by the organizing committee right. back in London, and. Uh, the guy next door was a guy who was trying to get the story back to the United States. So in the end, we all worked together. Corroborate. So, so the guy in in the room where, where, which was right next door to me, he he said, "We'll have Ron Led run from my room to your room, and you will pick up the ta- the story from what's going on." half an hour from Munich yeah. of in the press conference. So, the, the, and there was someone doing the running back and forth at the press conference to me, me to Ron Led, Ron Led to his, to the other room, and this other guy to all of the United States. Wow. Wow. That's like a relay. It yeah. was a relay. <laughs> yeah. And because the, the organizing committee in Munich did not want the story to go out Right. Quickly, yeah. they wanted they the wanted story to, to control it, to make control sure it that they knew, and, yeah, yeah, all yeah the because it was a terrible thing that yeah, had absolutely, happened. Absolutely, yeah. and but uh, so I had another experience right there. Yeah, yeah. that's a. You know what? I can I can tell already that you <laughs> have had just uh, some uh, incredibly amazing experiences, Derek. We're out of time. <laughs> And I am oh. sorry for that. It, it goes by so fast. It does go by. Well, um, you, you did pick all life. the good ones. Good. <laughs> and I was able to 
rise to the occasion simply because <laughs> I everything that I said to you I feel like it happened yesterday yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. you lived through yeah. it you lived through it Derek thank you for yes, sharing it with us thank you so much thanks for your Pleasure. Olympic legacy and your athletic legacy yeah. and your example we're just grateful that you could spend some time with us today. Thank you so much. My pleasure. What do you think, Will? Wow. wow. Pretty, uh, pretty amazing experiences. Yeah. He did mention some names I remembered. <laughs> <laughs> hey, just speaking of remembering, a few mm-hmm. reminders real quick. Yes. Now is the time to register for the Huntsman World Senior Games. You can do that at SeniorGames.net. Mm-hmm. There yep. you're going to find all the schedules, rules, mm-hmm. everything you need to know about the games. Make sure you take full advantage of early bird pricing, which will be in effect until yeah. August 1st. Yeah. All that stuff, information, everything you need to know, mm-hmm. SeniorGames.net. If you've been to the Huntsman World Senior Games in the past, and we know a lot of our listeners have been, there's a high likelihood that you have seen next week's guests, even if you don't know it. So Stan Rasmussen has played softball for 25 years. He and his wife have bowled for 15 years. Uh, They've also volunteered at the check-in for several years. So that's where many of our athletes will have seen them, even if they didn't know them. So tune in next week for that. Remember to tune in live next and every Thursday at 5.30 p.m. Mountain Time on Mm -hmm. AM 1450 or FM 93.1 for the Huntsman World Senior Games Active Life. We take this live show and turn it into a podcast, and you can subscribe anywhere that you find your favorite podcasts. You can also find this and previous shows on our website. Once again, mm-hmm. that is SeniorGames.net. Yep. So check that out. Today's inspirational thought. Okay. It comes from American patriot John Quincy Adams, okay. who said, If your actions inspire others to dream more, learn more, do more, and become more, you are a leader. Mm-hmm. And we are surrounded by leaders yes, here at the Huntsman World Senior Games. Until next Thursday, stay active. Stay active.